This American Monster. A Monster of the Week actual play from This American Dice. Last time around, we learned that we have a suspect, Roberta Hellinger, University of West Central Florida student, originally from Dreefield, the place where um, uh, Jed Stoltzfus's uh, cattle were being attacked by something. Uh, Jed Stoltzfus's ranch is also an abutment to that state forest, the Swampshead State Forest. We know that the University of West Central Florida is near where our first um, victim was attacked, Chad Barker. And we know that just recently, Brett Salome um, was ripped apart by a creature who witnesses saw leap out and described as the uh, cross between some kind of like giant cat, and ba- but the size of a bear. And it was terrifying. Um, we also learned, or at least Ashton learned, that Sundry is talking like he's a man um, living on borrowed time. We all living on borrowed time. True enough. My concept for this is basically that Sundry has no memory of the night uh, of the events in the night in question. So what he does mm-hmm. remember is um, being interrogated by the police and ultimately arrested um, and then indicted for murdering his wife. And basically what he remembers is getting really drunk one night, getting an argument with his wife, leaving, um, and then that's it. Like he got, he got like blackout drunk that night. And so he doesn't know for sure that he didn't murder his wife other than his abiding conviction that he would never kill his own wife. But like they had like a tumultuous relationship. The police were called to the, the house in the past. And um, so he, he's sort of an easy suspect. Ooh, what if there's a what if there's a shot of like the um like the cops kind of showing up and we see that maybe Sundry is like passed out on the front lawn or something like that when they go in and find her body? Yeah. So it's like, oh, this seems like an open and shut case. Drunk this drunk uh uh country music star murdered his murdered his wife kind of a thing and he passed out on the front lawn. And to make matters worse, the last album that Sundry had recorded was almost like a country music Eminem style, like, here's how I'd kill my wife mm-hmm. uh, sort of song. Okay. So that didn't, they played that in front of the jury. Um, yeah, we see a shot of them like playing this song for the jury, and there's a woman who's like, <gasps> she kind of like clutches her pearls and is like, my God, as they're, as they're playing this song. His first album was so much better. Yeah. The one that was just about how he had a stick in his boots. That was a good song. And then we kind of flash back to uh, Sundry hanging out with that guy, Dave Massey, who's kind of the... um, And I couldn't get the picture to paste into the the Google document. Dave Massey, the residence life administrator at the University of West Central Florida. Mm -hmm. The guy who was like, hey, can you... Could you just please call these parents and tell them about this? And I feel you were talking to Brett Salome's mother for a second, and then all of this flashback of your shit hit you. Um, 
And so I think that's just like what we see as this woman's like, like, is bread okay? Is bread okay? Like on the other end of the phone as uh, Sundry's just kind of like staring into the distance. Yeah. And uh, he'll say, lady, I'm going to have to call you back. But maybe that intro, like it's uh, Ashton like looking, finally looking up Sundry Charm's history, like on Wikipedia or something. He's like, <laughs> what? He, oh my God, he's a murderer? <laughs> like he's just now realizing it. Triple platinum. And he treats me like family? <laughs> yeah, so maybe he just recently figured that out as the audience did. I usually like to, in between these, have you guys have some kind of time that has elapsed, especially because like the cycle of the moon has been important in this story. Instead, I think we should just jump right back to where we were. It's probably like 4.30 in the morning or something like that. It's probably pretty late. Um, like morning is approaching pretty soon. You guys have learned um, a suspect's name. You guys have learned some of the powers of this creature. You guys have learned theoretically where this creature is. So it's still dark out. The moon's still out, but the night is the night will end soon. So if you guys are like, eh, we're gonna do something else, it's like, okay, well, the night is over then. Like you can't do if you're going to go to try to find this creature, you have to go now, period. Um, Mr. Walker's down for that. He'll, he'll turn to the rest of the team and say, uh, well, men, the trail's still warm. Uh, who's with me? Hey. I can't get any worse. Uh, I mean, yeah. You're sure, I, you're sure. sure as hell right. I can't get any worse. I've got hives and rashes all over my body, and my dermatitis seems to be back. Walker will say, uh, well... My dinner's already cold, and my wife's already gone to bed, so I've got nothing left. Nothing, I've got no reason to hurry back. Let's do this thing. Sundry, I would say, my wife's cold, too. All right. I'll, I'll pat him once on the shoulder and say, "Yeah, let's do some good, Sundry. Oh, so that is, uh, that's, that's an important thing. You guys do know that he was theoretically convicted of murdering his wife. Now, he may right. have told you I did not do that. I was wrongfully convicted of that, but um, this is like, alright, we're hanging out with OJ. Maybe not to that degree, but we're hanging out with OJ and we're... Um, country OJ. Yeah, country OJ. Alright. Anyway, alright, so you guys are heading to the city park. The Caniola City Park. Mm -hmm. All right. Here's my big question for you beforehand. Do you tell the police that you're going there or do you just go? I think we should just go because as much as I like to collaborate with the police, I know that Lorecorp would prefer it if we captured whatever it is, if it's supernatural. Okay. Because in the last game, I had brought up a thing where detective winters was like oh i'll send more cars there yeah, but right. i was i was editing that episode just recently and i was like honestly 
I should cut this out because it was after uh, Sundry's reveal and his like revealing conversation with Ashton. So I think it would make more sense if just there's more cops in the area. They can get there any moment, uh, especially if it's bad for you guys. But um, at, but maybe they're not going there directly. And uh, if you don't tell them it went that away, maybe they don't know or they're slower on the uptake than they should be. Lorcorp is unfettered by the red tape law. They'd probably just arrest one of us anyway. Just leave him out of this. Yeah, one right. of us. One of us. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah. So the game plan is for you guys to head to the Caniola City Park, right? Mm-hmm. Alright, we heading straight there? Are we doing anything... Well, no, I said we have to head straight there. Hmm. All right. Out there, um, just, I never mentioned this before. That's the beginning of character creation, I picked armor as a trait, uh -huh. like heavy armor. And I kind of figured him as like always wearing it, but it's never really come up. But when we're going on a mission, for sure, he'd be wearing that. Maybe it's in the van. Sure, yeah. He straps it on. So we've got, uh, yeah, we've got Mr. Welker, who we normally see like in, um, so you normally wear kind of like a shirt and tie and jacket kind of a deal. Suit. So now maybe he's um, he's ditched the jacket, ditched the tie, and he's got like a yeah. This is it, military casual work. Yeah. It, so is it is it by heavy armor? Is it like a kind of flak jacket kind of a thing, or is it like I'm dressed like a riot cop? Uh, the book makes a distinction between like a, a Kevlar vest and then the next step above that is heavy armor. So I, I guess it would look pretty unwieldy. Like it might look like. Um, like a full body armor vest, I guess. Yeah, so you get into this van and um, you uh, between somehow in the in between uh, talking at the University of West Central Florida and being at Caniola City Park, you are now when we next see you, you are like not subtly wearing this armor. This isn't even like, oh, I'm wearing a vest over my shirt. This is you are bedecked out in this stuff and maybe have like a helmet on. Nice. And you can tell just at the top of the armor in my chest that changed ties too because the last yeah. one had gotten sweaty. Exactly. Okay. So yeah, so you guys are now at the Caniola City Park and there are there are police nearby for sure kind of like looking around because they're like looking for whatever happened in this area and a crime had occurred in Caniola City Park that is similar so it would be nuts if the police weren't here but they haven't devoted a ton of resources to being like oh let's get a huge number of cops out here in part because I think they're waiting for like animal control So that's the deal. So you guys arrive. You're at Caniola City Park. Again, it's a pretty big city park. It's at least, I know I gave a number earlier, but let's say 15, 20 acres of space. And an acre, again, is about a football field, including the end zones. And um, the it's a lot of... There's some areas that are kind of ornamental gardens, some areas that are just big open grassy fields and other areas that are um, kind of like scrub palms and live oaks, like very like, this is a natural Florida forest kind of a thing. Nice. Well, 
Welker's preferred plan would be as soon as we get there to ask Mr. Blade like to continue his savant investigation and sort of lead us in the right direction. Well, we saw where it ran towards. We better get going that direction. All right. Well, you guys are already there. You're already at the Caniola City Park. And Mr. Mr. Wallace, given your ex, please, we could use your expertise. Um, where do you think that the specimen of this type would hole up in a place like this? Should we split up? Should we stay together? You never split up. <laughs> wise, wise. Uh, like you haven't even seen any movies. Uh, I'm going to investigate. Do an investigate roll. Could you instead... I think at this point, this might be read a bad situation more than investigate a mystery. I'm going to read a bad situation. Right? Hold on. DJ, what do you think about that? You think that makes more sense with how those rules are written? Um, who knows? What are the questions? Do, do the questions seem more aligned to what you're ah, Austin, I'm trying to get us yeah, to What's my best way in? What's my reveal? best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the yeah. That seems it seems more like read a bad situation is like this is immediate shit I got to deal with as opposed to like who did kill what exactly happened during the Tate LaBianca murders like you're not trying to figure stuff out like kind of generally or academically you are absolutely dealing with the like the here and now is there is there a gremlin on the other side of this door so yeah so Alex same deal go ahead and roll plus sharp. Okay, I got a 12. Got a 12. That's pretty good. All right, so you get to ask three of those questions. But what's my best way in? And when I say in, I mean, what's my best way into this? Where um, animal? Okay. All right, I I really thought you were going to say something else. (laughs) Okay, so what's your best way in? Um, Panthers, at least looking around, if you had to guess, based on what you've read about panthers... Um, they mostly live in kind of like more scrub palm kind of stuff. Like the area that's more supposed to be like natural Florida plant life would more likely be where this thing is. So you're like, scrub. I think All right. Palmetto. Yeah. Yep. Hog. Exactly. Hmm. Okay. So what's my best way? No. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? How about that? Are there any dangers you haven't noticed? Um, yeah, I think when you get there, you realize pretty quickly that like you hear something kind of from behind you, and there is a um, there's a person who's followed you here, and that person is attempting to kind of uh, they maybe were on a uh, like a scooter, like a Vespa kind of style scooter. And they got off of that scooter when you got like a like a minute or two after you guys parked the van, and that person has gotten off, and they are making kind of an effort to look super inconspicuous, and um, they're just kind of on their phone and just pretending to maybe talk on their phone, and it's a guy who is uh, probably around Ashton's age. Okay. Um... What's most vulnerable to me? What is most vulnerable? Hmm. That is a tough one. What is most vulnerable to you? 
I'm going to answer this in a way that might not be the kind of way exactly this was meant to be answered. Theoretically, this is something that transforms. If you just wait till day, then theoretically this creature will have transformed back into a regular person and uh, will just be a regular person. But then it could be any person. That's true. Um, and then we won't get to roll uh, attack rolls. I mean, maybe you could, but... Kick some ass. Oh, yeah, you could still roll kick some ass. But then... Um, will it be wearing clothes? I don't know. So, guys... Here's... Here's the thing, guys. We've got some company. Those people over there, uh, they clearly are trying to act like nothing's up, but I saw them following us on the way here. So maybe Sundry wants to go have a chat with them and see what their deal is, but they know what's going on. And second, the Square Panther is somewhere in the scrub bush. So we can either go there together. I don't suggest we split up, uh, but we could go there together because this thing could overpower us individually and um, and look for it now at nighttime. Or we could wait until the sun rises and see who comes out from the scrubs. Mr. Walker will say, thank you, Mr. Blade. Uh, he'll say, I don't think we have time to uh, to do both things here. Whoever is over there, we can either talk to them or we can head off into the brush now because by my estimation, you look at this watch like only got maybe another half hour before it's light out. Well, you didn't hire me to talk to college students. Let's round up this panther. So we've got a job to do. So we do it. All so right. So you will cock his shotgun. Okay, so you guys have like guns and all that kind of stuff. Guns and oh. nunchucks and uh Herbert's his, yeah, uh, he's got his blade that he's he's got his butterfly knife. Yeah, and he's painted it black. It's like, this is my dark grade. I have okay. a grenade launcher. I hope everyone's morally okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I think this will be one of the fun things of uh, how do you guys how do you guys do this without um, this going terribly wrong? <laughs> All right. Well, I do have, I do have something to add. Go for it. As they were discussing this, as soon as uh, Dark Blade said that the danger might be in the um, scrub brush. Here it is. Ashen is already left. He's already gone into this dangerous situation. He's like, all right, I can't let them get hurt. I have to do this myself. Okay, absolutely. So Ashton goes into this brush, and so there's a lot of scrub. Yeah. Good. To, to be clear, I'm, I'm using the, uh, the don't worry, I'll check it out thing, the thing yes. that tells me to go do this as much as possible. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, so you jumped the gun and you headed in there as soon as you heard uh, that this is where this thing likely is. And um, there's a bunch of live oaks, those big oak trees that we see all over the place in Florida. They're the ones, one of the big things you can tell is they kind of like, they usually go up about eight to 16 feet in the air and then they spread out almost like a big hand. They're the kind of trees that you'll see... Um, literally all the fuck over Florida. So um, you've got lots of these trees and they're kind of creating a 
bit of a canopy, but before you can get into that canopy, uh, there's these kind of scrub palmettos and the scrub palmettos range from about like three and a half feet to maybe five or so feet. And there's trails that go through this that Ashton can probably more likely follow. Here's the deal, Ashton. And I've yet to have anybody make this roll. Could you roll? Act under pressure. That's the pressure. That's the move. Could you act under pressure for me? Roll plus cool. I'd love to. I'm so cool. So, so fucking cool. cool. We turn. I'm he's got happy. On. He's Ooh, all right. Seven. That was closer than I would have wanted. Seven's not terrible. Cool. Okay. So, um, I think you kind of are, you go in there and you're kind of walking around and um, you're looking and it's, it's darker than you thought it was. Um, you kind of factored on there like more of this light from kind of the surrounding streetlights and other stuff kind of piercing into this, but the scrub palmettos are just tall enough where it kind of blocks that out. And by the time you get into the canopied area of the um, live oak trees, it's darker than you thought it would be. And you're kind of like stumbling over stuff. And I think at some point you fall and um, you fall and kind of your shit goes spilling out of your pockets just in time for you to um, hear the noise of just this panther growling. And you see these two green eyes that are lit up and are like approaching directly towards you. But you've not been pounced upon by this thing. You're like, whoa, shit. Meanwhile, we're back with Sundry Mr. Welker and Herbert Darkblade 69 Mock. Um, and they're kind of like just outside of the van and they're talking about this person that they see on this Vespa who's uh, like like talking on a phone like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh-huh, 100%. Yeah, that's when? Where, where should we go? Yeah, well, yeah, I'll get that there. That won't be a problem. So they're just yeah, going important on. Important business call like... Five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's basically like f almost five o'clock in the morning, and this person's like, "Uh huh, a hundred percent. I'll send it right away." Yeah, yeah. We'll tell her, tell her, tell her to tell her to fax it. As, as intriguing as that is, I'll turn to the rest and say, "Where's Mister Green?" Bum, bum, did, did bum. Anyone see him leave? Oh shit! I say he's pro he's he's so brave. He, you know, it's time to follow. The, the leader of the moment, you know. Let's let's follow his example. Let's get in there. Men, stay behind me. I feel I'm most equipped for this situation. I have had training. I've read the entire manual from Lorecore basic training, and I am prepared for this eventuality. You know, like have his grenade launcher out and his vest on, and like start marching off into the brush. Um, okay, cool. Uh, Mr. Welker, could you, or actually, no, hmm, okay, so I think you're going to run into, if you guys, does everybody head that way, or does anybody stick around, or go in a different direction than where Mr. Welker's going? No, we'll go. Okay, so all of you head that way, then in that case, um, either Mr. Welker or... He's going first. Who do you think is pulling up the rear in this? From the responses I've seen so far, I'm going to guess it's Mr. Blade. Mr. Blade, do yeah. you think you're the last one? Um, hit? 
Yes, he's um he's falling behind by eating a candy bar. <laughs> Getting some real Dennis Nedry vibes. Yeah. So you're kind of the last one, and um, could you uh, also roll Act Under Pressure, but give yourself a plus one? Well, I rolled a 12, so I don't think it matters. All right, well, you rolled a 12. He's not very cool, so I think he's negative one cool, so he got a perfect 12. You're plus one cool. Oh, shit, I got a 14. Nice. Okay, so you got a 14. Um, You guys kind of, like, start heading that way. That person who was on the Vespa starts, um, you notice that they're definitely fucking around with the van. Mm. He drops the candy bar and he's going to roll contrarian. So then he's going to do, do everything contrary to what Mr. Welker said. And he's going to sprint back towards the van. And um, he's going to go after these, uh, these pieces of shit. And he's going to mark an XP. All right. Yeah, man, that works. Yeah, so you run up and you see a guy who maybe looks like like he's Ashton's age. He's just um like kind of a skinny uh white guy with a like a thinning like a thin beard um that maybe is more kind of Van Dyke shaped uh goatee style and uh he's got kind of sideburns but again everything's real thin and he's kind of got a like blonde hair. And you kind of run up to him, and when he sees you, um, he's like, uh, uh, get, 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 "What? What the? What the? Whoa, whoa, you stay away! You stay away, man!" Uh, no, you uh, stay away. What are you? What are you doing? Fucking with my van? I think he pulls out a. I think he he does have a knife out. Okay, I um, like, looks like you brought a knife, and then he opens up his trench coat. It's definitely a hot topic trench coat. Uh-huh. To uh, a shotgun trench coat the party. entire time. Yes. Okay. Love I don't it. have to change my mental image of you at all. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and you open up your trench coat, and what's inside? He has a shotgun. And this guy, you see, like he looks scared, and he's like, "You stay away! You, you, you get, get, get the hell out of here! You're, a, you're a, you're a stalker! You're a stalker! Get the hell out of here!" You guys I'm gonna, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, uh, he's gonna shoot his Vespa. You're gonna pull up the thing and shoot this guy's Vespa? Yeah, I'm gonna shoot the Vespa and tell him, better answer my questions. All, All right. right. You better answer my questions, henceforth. Hmm. Kind sir. Okay, so I think that this is going to be a kick some ass roll. Even though you're theoretically not attacking him. If that would theoretically intimidate him, then it could be a persuade. Was it? Yeah, I think. Yeah, let's do manipulate someone. Yeah, I could I could buy that. Yeah. All right. So go ahead and roll. uh, Roll plus. What is it? Roll plus. um, Charm. All right. I got a. I got a five. All right, you got a five. So you you shoot this thing, and you're like, why don't you answer my questions? And I think this guy's leapt on you. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I think this guy leaps on you, and uh, he's going to hurt you pretty badly. Yeah, this guy's going to do you, I think, like I said, he has a knife. Um... 
But I think he only does one harm to you. Uh, Darkblade screams. Yeah, and this guy's like, like, you leave her alone. I know you perverts are after her. You guys are gross. I don't know. I don't know what your deal is, but you guys are you guys are sick. And he's like uh, like attacking you. And so you're grappling with this guy, and he's like kind of got you on the ground, and I think he's knocked the shotgun away from you. Um, and he's kind of wrestling um Herbert. Meanwhile, Ashton. Uh, yeah, you've got this creature that's kind of like looming towards you, um, and it is enormous. It's kind of like you can see a little bit of light cast on the thing. You can make, mostly just focus on its eyes that like um, like some light is reflecting off of, and they're these kind of like bright green eyes, not glowing like I'm a spooky demon, but glowing like an animal's eyes, and they're pretty big, and based on where they are and based on how loud this thing is, it's like a cat noise like a cat's breathing mixed with a dog's growling um and it's it's of such a volume that even if you weren't able to see kind of the looming shadow of this thing you would know it would be huge but yeah it's like the size of a bear and it's kind of like looming like 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 coming right towards you okay i guess i'm gonna run away so uh that sounds like another cool roll right or another oh like an act under pressure yes Sure. Unless you have like a I escape move. No. Because not trying to attack me necessarily, right? This thing is absolutely going to attack you. Uh, it perceives okay. you as the threat, as something that was stalking it, and it's going to try to attack you. Yeah. Are you going to okay. try to get out of here or attack it back in some way? No, I think he, uh, Ashen remembers, you know, like, oh, just like I was saying, like, oh, if a shark attacks, you got to bop it on the nose. So he takes out his dumb chucks. That sounds like a kick some ass roll because this is a nine foot panther monster. Um, it seems like it would be capable of fighting back. You already know it's killed two people and several and numerous, numerous animals. Okay. Oh, yeah, and I, I guess that would make sense. Maybe he was like holding his dumb chucks as he like scrambled through. So he lost all of his other stuff, but holding on dearly to these. I mean, he's not very tough anyway. Oh, oh, wow. oh I rolled pretty well. Uh, a nine, though. Roll the nine. All right, so... Okay, so on any success, you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other. So, what is the harm of Ashton's nunchucks? Okay, so... Normally, they don't do that much, but he has maybe shocking the audience of this uh, made-for-TV movie. Maybe, like, uh, the play, the actor playing um, Ashton, which I've described as Michael Sarah, just mm -hmm. you don't see his face anymore, and it's an obvious stunt double who's doing, like, ridiculous nunchuck moves. So it's like, oh, he must be really good. Okay. But when we, when we watch this a decade later, it's like, oh, that was obviously just a stunt double. That's not very Gotcha. Sure. But uh, yeah, so he does a little bit better. So it's a uh, an actual three harm, and that's specifically because I took this ancient fighting arts move. So I just get a plus one when I'm All using right. an ancient right. weapon. Okay, um, you similarly take three harm as this thing slashes uh, slashes at you. Not cool, dude. Did Herbert shoot that shotgun or not? Yeah, you definitely hear a shot go off and uh, Herbert yelling and screaming. Okay, well then, 
I think it'd be his instinct to go help someone who's definitely in danger. Okay, um, that makes perfect sense. And I think, like, I'd say that Charms, like, I think it wouldn't even need to be spoken, really, that Charms would want to go after Ashton. That's perfect, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, so then let's hop back to Mr. Welker. You see, you kind of turn back around and take a few hustled steps over, and you're able to see, um, you see another, like, a young man, um, like, on top of Herbert, and he's screaming, like, you leave her alone, you guys are perverts, what's wrong with you, you're stalkers, you, you leave her alone! All right, so I'll as calmly. And this guy as definitely possible. has a. Uh, this guy definitely has a knife in his hand. Calmly, in like a calm as voice as possible, he will take out his shotgun and say, "Sir, I'm going to need you to unhand my colleague, and we can discuss this in a more reasonable manner. Please step away from Mr. Blade." And, you know, like she like cocked the shotgun. I think. Uh, I think this guy's like, like you need to leave. You need to leave her alone. And he tries to like grab. Um, Herbert Darkblade 69 mock in a like a I'll I'll kill him you leave me alone almost like try to use him as a human shield Darkblade will he's gonna, I'm gonna do a roll harm I'm gonna flip out my my tactical uh now spray painted uh banana or not banana knife uh probably butterfly. banana you take yeah. out a banana, you eat it, and you're like, ah, yeah, banana, 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 and you, your muscles get big. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to try to stab him right in the leg. Okay. Well, I, I think that's going to require... Um, or, like, carry his small knife with my knife. You know, like, like have a small knife fight, like a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. So I think just getting to that, because I think he's got you in a position where you're kind of... I don't want to say at his mercy, but you need to um, essentially act under pressure in order to get to that and get yourself in that situation. So he's not expecting you to do this, but um, doing it without him responding first is going to be difficult. So could you roll plus cool for me, Alex? Yeah. What's my cool? I don't have that. Your cool is... One. One. Hell yeah. I got a seven. You got a seven. All right. And if I get plus one from Contrarian, then I got an eight. But I don't, I don't know if I, I'm still getting that. I, do you continue to get it? Is it an ongoing bonus? I think it is. Once it you, is. I'll, once I'll you, you, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, contrary, when you seek out the law, you do something else instead. Mark experience. If you do exactly the opposite of their advice, you also take plus one ongoing. Any okay, well, make. seven or eight is the same. But um, here is the thing that I think the, the pressure you're going to get is you can pull this knife out and um, you and this guy are kind of like grabbing at each other and you can absolutely fight this guy. Here's the the middling result that you get. You're Mr. Welker. You realize if you shoot one of these guys, you're shooting both of them. Classic. So you're like, yeah, you're in a situation where you're like, with this weapon, if I shoot either of these dudes, the other one is definitely getting severely hurt. All right. And I well, say either one, because you might just want to kill Darkblade. I don't know. I don't know what's in your heart. <laughs> Best not to ask. Um, okay, well then, as soon as I have an opportunity, then I will sigh, set aside, or put my gun back, and just try and like help him break them apart like in the melee. Awesome. Okay, so you're like... And you kind of put your gun down and then we hop over to Sundry. So Sundry, you are heading towards these kind of scrub palmettos, these live oaks. This is where the uh, state park is more kind of like a forest arboretum situation. Um, 
And pretty quickly when you get over there, uh, you can see that Ashton is flung up against a tree. His shirt is like all like torn up and he's got like these big gouges on his, these gouges on his chest or these cuts on his chest. He's holding these nunchucks like Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles. And um, uh, you see this creature kind of for the first time. It's still dark, but uh, I think where you're standing, you have kind of a better view of this. And it's kind of looming over him. It's about the size of a bear. It is like feline shaped, kind of a sandy color. You're like, yeah, that's a werepanther, baby. All right. Uh, he'll uh, yell at the panther, say, Get away from my boy, werepanther. It's just an expression. <laughs> yeah. he'll, uh, it, he'll, he'll rush it and try to shoot it. Okay. It seems like you're trying to protect Ashton. Yeah. Okay. So if you if someone is about to suffer harm and you can somehow prevent it, then you can try to protect them. When you prevent harm to another character, roll plus tough. So go ahead and roll plus also, tough. Also, whenever uh, anyone ever uh, tries or uses that move to protect me, they get an experience point. Hey, there you go. You're quite the uh, total of nine. Total of nine. All right, cool. So you get a nine on a any success you protect them okay but you'll suffer some or all of the harm they were going to get i'll take it all um ashton did you want to try to help him to push that nine up to a ten sure go for it a seven so a seven all right so that pushes it up to plus one all right lee so you get the options of option of suffering little harm um all impending danger is now focused on you you inflict harm on the enemy, or you hold the enemy back. Um, and I take one of those. Yes, you take one extra one thing since you got now a ten plus. Mm-hmm. I think I'll hold the enemy back. Okay, you hold it back. So we see you kind of jump in, and it uh, its claws like swipe at you, and you take three harm um, instead of Ashton. Um, but you're able to kind of like entirely focus its attention and in fact put yourself between it and um, Ashton and you may be there's maybe like a huge one of these oak trees and it's kind of this thing is kind of pinned between you and this oak tree so like if this thing is going to get out of here it's got to go through you basically to get out perfect awesome Cool. Let's hop back to Mr. Welker and Herbert. Okay, great. I've got a move I'd like to do. In this awesome. Uh, Fire a grenade launcher. Yeah, grenade yeah, launcher. Yeah, I step into the grenade's firing radius, and I pull the trigger. Yeah. Um, See you dickheads later. So I have a move called Leave No One Behind. Mm-hmm. In combat, when you help someone escape, roll plus sharp. Um, and then blah, 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 based on what I get. Okay. So you're just trying to help him get out of here. So what I would picture, if this is okay, would be like while they're on the ground, like get behind this other guy, like put him like in a chokehold and like drag him away. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like cheating by having both be in my custody and helping him escape, but that I feel would be the ideal solution. I think that's going to be more either a protect role or a kick some ass role because you're not just like come on and you yank Herbert out and you guys are both running out the door as people are shooting at you, kind of a thing. It's oh, instead okay. more like you're you're neutralizing the enemy in an attempt to get him out or to help well, him out. I could definitely go without without like neutralizing him, but I don't want the escape to result in us both leaving this scene. 
like I'd like, like to stay in this guy's vicinity. So would this work? Well, yeah, then you're not escaping. Cool. Okay. So if you, if case, your main goal is to help Herbert, it's a protect role. If your main guy is to, if your main goal is to neutralize this guy as a target, then it's a kick some ass role. Uh, all right. I want to neutralize him. Awesome. And may I ask what your game plan is? Grenade launcher. Exactly that. Grenade launcher. <laughs> my my weapons are far too lethal. I feel. Um, okay. So I will. I'll yeah. I'll basically try and get him like in a chokehold where he's like incapacitated. Gotcha. Okay. Awesome. Go ahead. Roll plus tough. <sighs> okay. Let's see. I got a total of nine. Total of nines. Pretty good. Herbert would um would you want to help Mister Welker? Kick, yeah. kick this guy's ass. Hell yeah. All right, go ahead and roll plus cool in order to help him. Remember, when you help somebody, you do open yourself up to some danger. Herbert's middle name is uh, Snake Eyes. Herbert, Snake Eyes, Dark Blade, 69, Mach. Or is it Herbert, Dark Blade, Snake Eyes, 69, Mach? Mm-hmm. Okay. Dark sixty nine eyes. So did, did you actually roll snake eyes? Did, yeah. Oh shit! You get snake eyes. Okay. All right. Oh yeah. So I think what happens is, um, I think you just suffer. I think this is pretty easy. Like Carl, as you grab this guy, um, he's like flailing around with this knife, and he definitely does do another uh, point of damage to Herbert or another harm to Herbert. And you guys are going to trade blows with one another, Carl. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Welker and this uh, assailant. Okay. All right, I'm not so, sure how that works. So I clearly was using my fists, essentially. Yeah, you're trying to do that. Actually, he is. He's would only do one harm, so that wouldn't get through your armor at all. Okay. Um, but this guy's kind of making a big scene. I think that's more the threat here is this guy's like kind of making a big scene and you guys had planned to more surgically go into this and uh, this dude's making a ruckus. I think you look up and you see a lot of people have like turned on lights and to like be like, what's going on outside, Jeremy? Jeremy, look out there. There's a lot of ruckus. I assume this would be a separate role, but I would like to like sort of try and talk him down and be like, if you could just talk to me and like next to this van, we could decide if we're really on opposite <laughs> sides. Um... All right, well, Lee, Lee just popped out. Uh, but I think he... Yeah. Um, this guy is, like, yelling that you guys are uh, your stalkers. I think he yelled, like, he's yelling, like, you leave her alone! And um, I think he, like, yells to, like, kind of the distance of, like, like, these guys are perverts! These guys are... He's yelling that stuff. I'll say to this guy, listen, what do you think is going to happen to this person you're trying to protect when you call down every cop in a, like a half mile radius you know that she's done you know what she's done so are you trying to maybe manipulate this guy or read yeah. a bad situation to find out what his deal is oh I feel like listening to his words it seems pretty obvious what his deal is um, so I'm trying to manipulate him to just like stop trying to call down the fury of like every bystander within shouting distance Sure. Okay, so you're trying to get him to stop doing that. So yeah, go ahead and roll manipulate someone. Alright. That's plus charm. Alright, I got... 
I got a 10. Pretty good. If you get a 10 plus, then they'll do it for the reason you gave them. And they're like, this guy's like, well, you guys gotta, you guys need to get the hell out of here. Or, uh, or you're, you're going to get in trouble. I say, I say, we, we signed up for this trouble, sir. This is our job. Uh, and I think and- he, he just kind of points, he's like pointing the knife kind of at you guys and kind of tries to back away to get on this, uh, scooter and get, get, get out of here. I'll say, listen, uh, you know what we're going to find in there. And unless you can give us a reason not to take it in, um, Things are going to go very poorly for that for for her, and I, it seems like you don't want that. Hmm. Yeah, don't die just for your your uh, kitty poontang, buddy. No, he'll be like, and I think this guy says like, it's not, it's not, it's not like it. Sh- sh- shut up! It's, she didn't do anything. She didn't do anything. You guys are, you guys are, are, are crazy. You're taking this. You're, oh, this is nuts. Uh, but yeah, he's kind of trying to back up to get onto this thing. Um, Did he actually shoot that scooter or not? Alex shot the scooter, and I think this guy gets on the thing. Thank you for reminding me that he did that. Alex shot the scooter. I'm sorry, Herbert Duck Darkblade sixty nine shot the scooter, and um, yeah, he gets on this thing, and it is uh... it explodes. Yeah, it explodes. Um, his Wait, head his head lands in your lap. Um, no, it's he he gets on this thing, and it's like puttering like a where it's not really working properly and this guy kind of gets off and is like like she's she's innocent and he kind of is looking around for like what the fuck do I do how do uh, and then he runs away Sundry and Ashton. All right. Uh, at the moment, this thing is in a position where to get out of here, it's got to go through Sundry. Unfortunately, this thing, which is a cornered animal, to get out of here has to go through Sundry, which is pretty bad when you think about it. Um, this thing, it absolutely kind of like rears up and it kind of stands on its hind legs and you see how tall it is. And when it stands up all the way to its full height, it's like eight or nine feet tall at least. And um, uh, it's pretty, like, big, and it's this kind of, like, feline shape. Um, and it is going to just try to bowl through you guys if you uh, don't do something to stop that. I'd like to kick some ass. Go for it. So what, 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 are, you actually, what are you actually doing that might be ass-kicking? So it, it, it's between me and a giant tree, right? Yeah. So ideally what I want to do is shoot down uh, one of the giant branches on top of it. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, Go for it. Okay, so I rolled a... Huh, I rolled an 11 plus one is a 12. It's pretty good either way. So yeah, so... um, So I'm kicking some ass. I can choose between gaining a continual advantage or giving an, an advantage, inflicting terrible harm, suffering less harm, um, or forcing them where I want them. Mm-hmm. So you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on one another. Um, okay, so 
I inflict harm on it, and I can choose one other thing. Mm -hmm. I'll, um... Hmm. Yeah, I'll inflict terrible harm. Okay, cool. So you shoot this, uh, this thing, um, I think it kind of rears itself up, and it once again slashes at you and uh, hurts you. You take another three harm, um, but we, as you fall down, you blast. What kind of gun are you carrying? You have a shotgun and an assault rifle. I'm using a shotgun. Okay. Um, yeah, the A team showed up with all their weapons to, at yeah. hand to fight. I'm going to spend the luck point to ignore that. Okay. Damage. Cool. Yeah. So it it does that. You barely hop out of the way, but land on your butt and fire this gun into the air. And um, maybe you were planning to do this, but it kind of like happens and a big branch falls down on this thing and kind of clonks it in the head and it kind of knocks over for a second. And um, and it, you chose to inflict terrible harm, right? Terrible harm. Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's there and it kind of stops moving for a minute. So you have this massive thing, again, like the size of a bear and uh, it's under this big, heavy tree branch. Hey, Austin. Uh, hey, what's up? Whenever I spend a luck point, someone from my past will reappear in my life soon. All right. Well, cool. It sounds pretty good. We hear this shotgun blast and Mr. Welker and Herbert uh, kind of book it toward um, the live oak area, the more kind of nature-y arboretum zone. And we kind of return from the commercial break with a shot of... Uh, this creature underneath this branch and um, sundry kind of on his butt with the, with the shotgun and kind of getting up and you see that there's a person already standing over it. And it's the same man who you had seen in the, um, in the bar at the beginning of the night. Oh, I'm seeing then. Yeah. So sundry is sundry is seeing the same man that he saw before who kind of spooked him at Did the he bar. Give his name. No, he did not. Okay. Let's so the man in black. And yeah, and this guy says, like, looks like you bagged yourself another big one this time. Last one got away a bit, didn't it? What do you mean, the last one? This is my first Were Panther kill. He's like, set yourself up as a monster hunter with these fellas, didn't you? That's right. Fishman slipped through your fingers. Just got the, uh, just got its babies, just got its babies up, uh, sent off to that big company. Well, sure. And I, and I think this is, this is like weird that this person would know this information at all. What are you doing out here, sir? And he's like, what's the dangerous this time of night? Man buys a cow. He wants to make sure it doesn't wander into the woods and get too, doesn't get too hurt. Uh, uh, Sundry's like, sir, this ain't a cow, it's a werepanther. And he goes, it is. I'm just looking after my cow. And I'm wondering, and he looks down at his watch, and he's like, I don't know how much milk's left in this old thing. And that's theoretically only Sundry can see this yes. person. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he can he's hear what I was saying, though. 
Yeah, sure. So you hear Sundry kind of talking to himself, saying, "That ain't a cow, that a were panther." <laughs> uh, um, are you gonna shoot it or what? You hear that, and um, you kind of look back at Ashton, and he's like, "What are you? What are you doing?" He's kind of giving you that number, and um, this man in black just says, "Now nah, already paid. I already paid for it, so I don't expect you to thank me." But make sure you're not. Make sure you're pretty enough when the time comes. He he takes his watch off and he tosses it to you. Uh, Senator, gotta catch it and look at it. Yeah, so you kind of catch it and look at it. And uh, Ashton, you say again. Uh, are you gonna shoot that? And uh, Sundry, you're you kind of snap out of it to that. And yeah, you have this watch in your hands, or maybe it's in your lap. Either one. You can tell me. You just. Yeah, it was, maybe he's got it in one of his hands. Um, and he'll just sort of like shake his head like he's seen a ghost and look at Ashton and say, what did you say? I think I maybe... Panther, are you going to shoot everybody? I think I maybe lost more blood than I thought I did. What's going on with the Panther, Austin? Okay, so at this point, um, you guys kind of... L- look back and I think you hear like rustling in the woods and this is when Mr. Welker and Herbert Darkblade 69 show up and um yeah and they like you kind of like look off in that direction and you hear this growl noise and this thing kind of shakes itself up This American Monster is a production of This American Dice. This American Monster uses the Monster of the Week system, a game published by Evil Hat Productions and by Michael Sands. Sundry Charms is Lee. Chase Welker is Carl. Darkblade69 is Alex. Ashton Green is David. And your Game Master is Austin Smith. Our theme song is by Patrick Ross. It's called Sinlude. Additional music for this episode includes Winter is Coming Adagio, First Snow, by D. Yan Key. What was that? Did you call me a Yeah, exactly. Uh, In the shape of an L on your forehead, fool. I'm, I'm going to flush out whatever's, whatever's in the brush with as many grenades as I have on my person. Yeah. All right. So Ashton Ashton goes into the brush. Mr. Welker fires several grenades into the brush. <laughs> so he's uh, like, no, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> we cut to a shot of the were panther just licking the pink uh, slime <laughs> that was Ashton off of the tree. No. Um, all right. Poop, drink, but if one droplet of pee comes out, my God. A really heavy fart counts as a poop, by the way. If it's long enough, it counts as a poop.